airheads. I don't know if any of you go through those phases where you forget about a food item and then randomly remember it a few months later and then you become obsessed with it all over again. Recently for me, this has been bagels and cream cheese, although that may seem really basic or you may have it every single day. I do not. In fact, I never eat breakfast, which is probably unhealthy, obviously, with that being the most important meal of the day, um, especially according to my lord and savior michelle obama however um i just i forget i forget that food items exist sometimes and then i rediscover them and i'm like wow i forgot how fucking good this shit was and yeah recently that's been bagels and cream cheese specifically everything bagels with like jalapeno cream cheese or just regular cream cheese i don't really i haven't put anything else on it but I've been snacking on that like no other in fact it's been like my sole source of food and vegetation um this past week so I'll probably hate it by Friday but I'll let you know the update and status on that anyways there's a lot of talk about cream cheese but what I really want to say is is that now I am that typical 20 year old that recently went through the rude awakening of becoming a true adult which is, I never really understood the word grind until I officially jumped into my 9 to 5. Don't get me wrong, I've had plenty of my share of internships with the 9 to 5, sometimes 7 to 4 schedule, whatever, it varies for everyone. However, I have come to the realization that this will be my life, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, of that typical work schedule and I for one am not particularly excited about it. I am excited for the funds that will be coming my way, um, much needed funds. I'm going to Vegas in like a month and we all know, actually I don't know if you all know how fucking expensive Vegas is. Literally the first time I went there dropped like $800 and I was only there for two days and I don't know if that's a lot for you which it's a lot for me if it's not a lot for you um invite me on your boat this summer but it's a lot for me so that was also another rude awakening that i had this year of just realizing the sheer expensiveness of that fucking city and and for what and for what went there during covid too so it's not like i could really do much but now that things are opening up and back to normal i'm realizing i definitely need to save money for that little trip because I just know it's going to be a big expenditure, but it really has me thinking that adulting is a grind, and it was something that I already know, and I've gotten little tastes of through prior jobs and experiences, but here I am, a college graduate, and it's just becoming extremely real for me. So, I don't know if y'all watch the reality game show Survivor. Um, I recently started watching it a few years ago, thanks to my friend Austin. Quick shout out to him. He has applied to be on that show several times, and I still to this day don't know how he hasn't gotten on. I feel like his personality and his strategic game would be on point. Um, however, if you don't know and love this show, I really recommend you start watching, and when I say start watching, I mean all entire 40 seasons of it. The later seasons are okay, I mean I definitely am more of an original season fan, I think they're just a tad more interesting and unique, and the places are a lot more different as well, um, but I always say that the real life version of Survivor is adulting. 
and it's nowhere near as fun as what we're exposed to on the good old television, and we also don't have the added benefit of the really cool buffs that they get. If you don't know what buffs are, I'll quickly explain it to you. It's the bandanas that each contestant gets to basically depict what tribe they're on. They're different colors, different designs, um, especially every year, so they're really cool, and we don't get those, obviously, in real life, but to be frank and completely honest, um, the real life version, so adulting, is, you know, this shit kind of sucks. We're essentially expected to work a 9 to 5 for 50 to 60 years of our adult life, only for maybe 10 years of peace in the future, and that's not even guaranteed because you never really know what's going to happen in your life between now and then, and you could die and just never enjoy that 10 years of peace that you maybe will get. And again, that, that's a maybe. You'll maybe get that 10 years of peace in exchange. So the fact that it's not guaranteed is something that gives me a lot of anxiety because it's like, I do not expend all of my time and energy and hard work and life and free time to not get something back, something worthy back in return. And to add on to that mounting anxiety, I am now experiencing what many people have now termed the Sunday scaries, which is essentially you live for the weekends now and you're absolutely dreading Monday because that's when you know the work week is going to start up again. So you live for the weekend, you party all weekend, you have a great weekend, try to see all your friends, try to shove as much things that you enjoy into three day, you know, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday as much as you can into those days before your work week starts. And then again, that constant dread of that next work week. And I never, I mean, I kind of experienced that again with internships and things like that, but it's just all the more real because I know that my job isn't temporary at least for now i don't have a set end date i know i'm gonna want to go to grad school again i know i'm gonna want to do more things with my life than just this corporate lifestyle but it's just it the anxiety is a lot just knowing that you only have your weekends where you get to sleep in where you get to hang out with your friends so I'm kind of lucky in the sense because I chose an untraditional work schedule, especially with telework. We kind of have various options now. So I work nine hour days, but I get a day off every other week. So I'm extending my weekend and hopefully that should help out with some of this anxiety, but it kind of really doesn't because it's not like I'm not making up for it. I'm working nine hour days, so I'm losing an extra hour of sleep or an extra hour during the day where I could be doing other things and that is anxiety inducing in and of itself. You know what's really interesting though too is that I was reading an article the other day about a woman had written how your 20s actually may not be your best years. Everyone says that. Everyone says, oh, college were the best years of my life. And maybe that's true. Obviously, I don't know. I'm only 22. I just graduated college. This is just coming from her perspective. But how the being in your 20s, they actually aren't your best years. And mostly because a lot of our 20s, and I know a lot of you are going to relate to this, are spent constantly comparing ourselves against the successes of others. We're constantly trying to check all these boxes oh you need to get married oh you need to have kids oh you need to be in the best shape of your life oh you need to be getting exercise all the time you need to be going out all the time because you're not going to go out when you're older and 
that can be particularly soul crushing for a lot of people because they're just not there yet. And that really bothers me because I find comfort in knowing and I've always found comfort in knowing, which is why I'm not an inherently jealous person, that everyone's journey is going to be different than mine. We're all different people. We're all on different paths. And I know that I can't measure my own personal progress to someone else's because we're all in different stages and areas and we're just different. And so comparison is the worst thing you can absolutely do. And I know a lot of people my age and even people older than me and especially people younger than me with the advent of social media, we are constantly trying to compare ourselves to other people, always wanting to be better, always wanting to be doing more than we're actually doing, even though we're being presented with a false representation of what life is actually like. Like just because people post that they're going out every weekend or post that they live these lavish lifestyles and they have all this money and you never know what's going on behind that screen and I would bet you 98% of the time it's not like that unless you're fucking Olivia Jade or whoever. We just spend way too much time comparing ourselves to others and trying to fit into this idea of what we think our 20s should be and the girl that wrote this article she was like in her 30s and saying that her 30s have actually been the best years of her life because she's more mature she's in a stable place in her life both in her relationships and her family and her friends and her career that she can actually be able to enjoy life without all of the anxiety that 20s bring with it For that reason and so many more, I will continue, and I have, will preach till the end of time that we should have been taught these valuable skills early on. You know, anything from how to manage a checkbook to how to make cover letters, how to properly interview. Like, no one fucking uses trigonometry on the daily. And if you do, you deserve all the vodka crayons in the world because that is not a life that I would want to live, but then again, I'm not a math person, so sorry to all you math people out there. But I genuinely don't understand how we were not taught those deeply valuable life skills early on because we really missed out. I knew so many people, especially my first year of college as a freshman, whose parents did everything for them, everything from cooking to laundry to driving to, I you know, my roommate actually never knew how to write a resume even one of my good friends didn't know how to write a resume and to me that was shocking mostly because I myself have been working since I was 15 years old so I just kind of assumed that everyone did that but no no that's actually not true so that was a culture shock to me that people didn't know or weren't taught how to do quite basic things in high school or prior to college or really just ever. I know some people who still can't do that now. I know people who are above the age of 25 who still can't do those things. I myself, you know, I don't know how to do a lot of basic things. I don't know how to poach an egg, for example. I have yet to go to the gynecologist, which I know I should, but that shit terrifies me, like the forceps. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry to give you a visual, but Jesus, I really, really am avoiding that at all costs. Um, I still don't understand what the fuck a Roth IRA really does for you, how to get one. I don't really understand what stock is. Going off of that, I barely understand how the economy works. I've had people explain that to me numerous times. Just can't get it through my thick airhead skull. Um, 
I am still even embarrassed to make basic like dentist or doctor appointments that my grandma used to do for me all the time. Like for instance, I my wisdom tooth is finally popping through and I was told to my credit, I was told that I didn't need to get my wisdom teeth out. And then all of a sudden I feel this like pain in my mouth, go to look in the mirror and that shit is coming through. I was like, what the absolute fuck? So that terrified me mostly. I'm not good with pain for one and I'm definitely not good at seeing anything like that. So I begged my grandma to make the appointment for me. One, because I just didn't know what the fuck to ask for, what the fuck to do. It's not even through your dentist, I guess. It's through like an oral surgeon. I have no fucking idea. All I know is that one, I'm dreading it. So if you have gotten your wisdom teeth out, please send me things to relieve and ease the anxiety that I have because I'm absolutely terrified. Yes, I will be under anesthetic, so it's probably stupid that I'm so anxious about it. Whatever. Regardless, I begged my grandma to make that appointment because I was just too embarrassed to do it myself, which is such a teenage, like, immature thing, but I bet a lot of people experience that as well. And I don't know, it's just, it really fucking gets on my nerves that all of these extremely high, almost unachievable expectations are placed on us both academically and professionally, even though we were never taught just basic human life skills to be successful personally. I think personal success definitely outweighs your professional or academic, which are also important, but your personal success, your personal happiness, your personal mental health and physical health, I think are far more important than either of those two things. If you don't have your personal and mental well-being in check, then you know, how can you achieve anything else? And if you do achieve other things, you're going through it either extremely blindly with a lot of help, which good for you. I, I didn't have that, but I, I, I know that in the future, if I ever do have children, I am going to bless them with those skills very early on in life because I can't imagine getting through life that way and even just surviving. To me, it's basic survival skills that you know how to do those things. It, and that's just my opinion. But it ultimately, it's just insanely frustrating that even if we are taught those skills, we're really only taught how to swing. We're never actually taught how to follow through. And follow through is arguably how you get through anything. It's how you achieve anything, how you accomplish anything. Because if you don't follow through, then you never obtain that goal. You never achieve the things that you're looking to achieve because, again, you only swung at it. doesn't mean you actually hit it, hit a home run, hit it anywhere in the field. You're, And that is really frustrating to me that people are not taught how to do that. The other thing that pisses me off, especially because it's something that I and a lot of people I love have been experiencing essentially over the past, I would say nine months, really ever since we started applying for formal jobs once we graduated. And that is the fact that bachelor's degrees keep appreciating in value. Even though you are spending four years of your life, sometimes more than that, and then to just be 30 years in loan debt and not even be able to get a job that will pay over $35,000 a year. I mean, 
are you serious? Like, we're told all our lives, like, you have to go to college. A high school degree means nothing. Okay, well, a bachelor's degree really doesn't mean anything anymore either because there's currently such a heavy focus on higher degree achievement. And that's frustrating in and of itself because if you want to attain a higher degree, if you know that you have the ability to and the, and the knowledge and the skills to succeed at it, then you're also placing yourself... M- more years in debt, more loans that you have to take out. And, you know, I know that a lot of people don't have to take out loans, and good for you. I'm not bitter about that. Do I wish that I had that? Yes. Am I bitter about it because someone else did? No. Um, Everyone grows up differently. Everyone has different assets. I unfortunately did not. I had to take out a lot of loans, and that was even I was on a lot of scholarships and I had a lot of Pell Grants when I went to when I completed my undergrad and I'm still in tens of thousands of dollars in debt and I know that I want to go to grad school in fact in order to practice what I hope to practice which is getting into counseling and therapy and eventually you know maybe even owning my private practice that will mean that entails a higher degree and In order to do that, I need to save up and get money. I need to be realistic about my options and the affordability of my goals. And that's something that's really depressing for me. I actually really respect people who chose to go the technical path and get like their associate's degree or a certificate in various skills like mechanics or engineers or plumbers because they get paid so much money for things that they are actually pretty passionate about doing and are pretty hard skills to achieve and they're only appreciating it value you know those are the jobs that a lot of people don't know how to do or don't want to do and sometimes I ponder and think to myself what if I did that or you know what if I spent a few years at community college, which would have been much cheaper, got credits, and then eventually transferred. But then I have to consider, oh, well, you would have missed out on the college experience for a year or two or however long. And I loved my college experience. In fact, I had an amazing one, and I wouldn't take that back for anything. But at the same time, now that I've become more fiscally aware and responsible, I am just mad at myself that I didn't think about it longer. I didn't think about it more. In fact, I used to shit on the idea of community college just because I always thought, oh, I was so pious and I was used to think I could do better than that. Even though I knew plenty of people went to community college who were equally or even more as intelligent as I considered myself to be. And so it's just, I look back on that now and I'm like, it's (laughs) well... such a fucking idiot sometimes and I've always said and I'll especially say it now because it relates to my life currently I have a really great job it pays really well it's very interesting it's within the field that I majored in and it's very secure and has great benefits so I'm grateful for that however I wouldn't exactly say it's something that I'm passionate about and I think that only adds to my frustration is that it's hard to focus on your passion when you desperately need a stable job and a stable 
accounting string and money to live the lifestyle that you aim to live. And for people who are artists or are musicians or doing things that they're extremely passionate about, I have all the respect for, but I, you know, I can't make a living off of watching and binging Real Housewives in like two weeks or, you know, all 13 seasons of Real Housewives of New York City. I can't make a living off of reading books as much as I'd like to. So it's hard to be like, well, because when you're younger, you just think, to yourself, I'm gonna grow up to be this, because that's what you're passionate about at the time, even as unattainable as that actually is, you as a kid think that it is attainable, and you may even think it's still attainable when you go through high school, and even when you go through college, but then when you're actually out there applying for jobs, you're starting to realize to yourself, oh, well the thing that I want to do, I'll be stuck living with my parents, or the thing that I'm trying to do they're not even accepting job applications so it is like falling on pavement you know from a free fall that like just the smack of reality is very devastating to the psyche and then you also have to consider how difficult it is to get employed during a pandemic now luckily I graduated kind of right off the cusp of the pandemic ending but I knew so many people last year who were talking of their struggle to get employed and get employed anywhere at that so not only could they not get employed in their field of study but they could barely get employed at like a fucking cold stone like no one was hiring and they had all these hiring freezes people were getting laid off by the minute um people were getting furloughed i myself was furloughed from an internship and i was like well and i was living in a different state so to me i was thinking to myself how the hell am i gonna afford to keep living here even though my internship salary paid really well i still needed the money as much as i possibly could so that really adds to the frustration and then on top of that you have the endless denials i probably applied for about i would say like 150 to 200 jobs um since december and i mean i got denial after denial after denial which is i'm sure everyone can relate to this when you're applying for jobs and they're like, well, we're kind of looking for someone with more experience. Okay, yeah, I'm looking to gain experience. Like, why can't you teach me the skills? I'm a quick learner. I'm fast-paced. I have all the necessary other skills that I would need. Leadership, administrative, clerical, like, you fucking name it. I actually am qualified for this job, and you could make me qualified. So that's always just fucking annoying as shit. So that really limits the jobs that you're able to apply to and the worst part about it is most employers like actually all employers i'm pretty sure are not required to tell you that you didn't get the job that just comes with the territory of applying for jobs but that's truly the fucking worst because um this is this happened to me recently i applied for a job way back in like the end of february and clearly i'm already employed i'm in a stable uh place of employment and they get back to me and they're like oh well we'd like to interview for this position that you applied for way back in fucking february and you know while that's all nice and dandy and while i would have loved to have that job 
you know, you can't afford to wait. You can't afford to lose on all that month, those months of income. So it's just an endlessly frustrating cycle of trying to get employed. And you know, as my girl Olivia Rodrigo said, it's brutal out here. But truly, it is no fucking wonder that mental health rates are just plummeting into the earth and that people are seeking out therapists left and right because they just don't know how to cope. Especially our generation doesn't know how to cope with these mounting disappointments and constant reality slaps in the face. Um, especially after COVID and during COVID. And while I'm glad that mental health stigma is continuing to be addressed and there's efforts to go seek therapy, it's still troubling. And nothing is going to change my mind about that. And if you really want to target people's mental health struggles, not everyone's, but a large majority, you need to target the institutions and the underlying issues that are creating those struggles in the first place. And I, again, my opinion, but I think that's the root of every problem, is those underlying aspects that are contributing to that issue and have actually produced that issue. I'm already not a big proponent of having children. Just look at our overpopulated population and how many kids are struggling throughout the world, how many people need good homes, and I could go on and on about that issue. But this issue, this whole issue of adulting and the true reality of what life is like once you're out of your parents' homes and once you're out of college and really out on your own is what makes me question, further question, having kids when I'm older because it's like, one, I wouldn't want to put anyone through what I or the people I know and love have been going through in this process to be out on our own and to be successful. I wouldn't want to put anyone, not my worst enemy, through that. Well, actually, maybe my worst enemy, but, you know, whatever. Um, Can't change anything about that. Uh, But I just, I can barely afford myself as well. So on the salary that I'm on, if I can maintain the salary that I'm on on my own, I will be perfectly fine for the rest of my life. And then the minute I start adding kids to that, even as lovely as they may be, or how much I may want one eventually, you just think about the fiscal additional responsibility of kids that you would have to take on, and it's enough to make you want to vomit, because they just sap you of your money, and I know that's really sad or, like, ignorant to say, but it's true. I mean, I look at my own family, and I think to myself, if my there weren't so many of us kids how better off would my parents be or my grandparents be and I would never want to be put in a position like that myself or make my kids live a life that's not worthy of them I would want the best for my kids and if I wasn't able to give the best to my kids then what's the point to me but that again my opinion going off of that we also of course have to think about all the things that we had now have to pay for it than we used to take for granted because our parents would take care of it and that can be anything from phone bills to car insurance to gas to obviously paying for rent 
and it is nothing else other than financially draining and to an extent mentally draining as you're just watching that money leave your bank account your hard-earned money and that also adds to your never-ending list of responsibilities of adulting and i really have to say i thank god for the ability to stay on my parents medical insurance till the i think it's 26 which is correct and i'm sure a lot of you guys are doing the same thing but it's like that's really the only thing we have going for us everything else we kind of just have to learn how to take care of ourselves and it's just sad because i used to think and i think we all used to think this that a thousand dollars was a lot you know when we're little we used to think even twenty dollars was magnanimous and now it feels like nothing because it leaves so fast and unfortunately i don't have that entrepreneurial spirit that a lot of other people have where they can go out and make their own business or their parents give them money that they can eventually give them back whatever i hear constant stories of people's successes and while i'm happy for them that is that's not my life and i have to live this basic mundane life that adulting entails which is partly why i decided to even create a podcast in the first place um one is a fun hobby two because i thought i always thought i would be good at this i'm just because i talk so fucking much but three because it's kind of a respite away from that nine to five work schedule that i'm now living in so it's a nice getaway for me i do have to say though and this is going to be an incredibly unpopular opinion but the unavoidable mundane duties that come along with adulting like washing dishes doing laundry cleaning grocery shopping i love all of those like i find such comfort in folding my laundry oh my god the smell of laundry right after you you get them out of the dryer i love washing dishes i love putting them away in the dishwasher in fact on my hinge profile last summer one of the things that i put down was i think it was like a what is your biggest turnoff and i said anyone who unloads or who loads the dishwasher incorrectly because i'm very particular and detail oriented about the way that i go about loading my dishwasher so i know a lot of people hate those things um they're like the worst and they'll do anything to avoid or procrastinate over it i live for those basic mundane activities so that is something that i have found that i love about adulting and living on my own is being able to just create the cleanest and nicest space ever um however the one activity that i don't enjoy doing or not activity it's really a task is having to go to bed early like creating those nightly rituals to ensure that you're going to be up and productive the next morning for work i have yet to master that skill again this is only my second week of starting my job so hopefully i'll get into the swing of things but i really don't see that coming because i i i read my book until midnight every night and then i just go to bed like watching tiktoks or playing crosswords and i don't foresee that changing i also get a lot of anxiety i'm kind of an insomniac now so i have yet to figure out how to do that so if you have any good tips on how to go to bed early that's not taking melatonin or anything like that hit me up because i could really utilize those tips um but yeah to me those little mundane tasks are my personal simple pleasures
and I know that this was kind of a depressing episode, like, no one wants to hear this, no one wants to be told the things that they already know or that they're currently experiencing, but I hope after listening to this, you'll feel less alone because no matter what you hear or what you see, especially on social media, I don't think anyone in their 20s has their shit together. I've yet to meet someone, so you know, it's a constant process of navigating life, and it's always going to be a constant process, and you just have to make the most with what you have, so even if you're living for the weekends, maybe set aside, set aside some time during your week um, to go outside, get some vitamin D, go out and tan, sometimes I'll literally I'll bring my computer laptop outside of my backyard and just lay in the sun um, for a little mental break, that's kind of my personal thing that I do during the workday to get me out and about. Sometimes I'll even walk around with my laptop around the house, get my legs moving because I'm sitting all day facing a computer. Blue light glasses really help. Either way, adulting may suck, but we're all going through it together and that gives me a lot of comfort. So um, yeah, going off of that though, if you need anyone to do your laundry, (laughs) I'll happily do it. Anyways, just kidding. Um, but yeah, you guys know the drill. Until next time, it's Ginger Spice and everything nice.